Hello, listeners. Please be advised that this week's episode of Hang On To Your Hat does contain some discussion of suicide. If discussion of suicide upsets you and affects you, then please consider not listening and we will catch you next week. Thank you and take care. There are plenty of links in the show notes for helplines and assistance in this topic. Thank you and back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the studio of Hang On To Your Hat, episode 12, Ben Tuffy Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad Daddy, you're a naughty boy. These days, fatherhood is everywhere. You can't get away from it. Not the blokes haven't tried. If you're not a father, you've got a father. You're a son of a dad or a daughter of a bloke. But either way, being a dad is no picnic. The fear, the anger, the confusion and, well, the love, of course. (laughs) Derek Myers and Dan Lee, together with their special guests, are here to share the highs and lows, the joys and the agony of being a modern dad. But most of all, to let you know that you're not alone. First of all, (laughs) (laughs) first of all, Dan. Yes. What is it? Ten seconds time. You can talk for an hour. (laughs) He's like, ladies and gentlemen, he was mouthing the words, can we talk? (laughs) I want to know whether this is actually on the, whether you were just recording the. Yeah, I'm recording it. (coughs) Right. Okay. Some say it's because I'm lazy. I'd just be making more work for you if I talk over the intro. No, you could. No, I'm happy. Heckling the intro is okay because Ben here, it's his second time on the show. So he's going to let us know what it's like now the kids are a bit older. Yeah, like a few weeks, weeks on it. <laughs> I see things have uh, improved significantly since I was last year too. Very yeah. slick it's intro. Very slick. Oh, I think it's slick. Yeah. We're very slick. It's the middle slick. of the night here. Well, I'm ashamed. We're doing like a late like night episode. Too. Wow. Yeah. Should be in bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> so. Um, oh, yeah. Now I, I shouldn't well, have said that. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you about my day. Because yeah. I've had a, a, bi- a big day of podcasting. Yeah. First, Dan and I did a show with Tommy Jacket, which was great. Yeah. Father of one, yeah. local podcaster, so he was good. Mm. And then I had Sean Whelan's More Than a Wheel, and he brought in an entire band. Oh, man. So that was a it was chaos. So then they <laughs> left, and I kind of wiped the beer drips off the floor and the table, put the spray, the room spray, and yeah. got it set up. Got and then I did a. A most amazing one for a client. I didn't know what what they were going to record, and it was uh, all kinds of bio AI talk that wow. nearly made my brains explode out of my eyes. It cool. was amazing. Yeah, yeah. You can't afford to know what's going on in the world, especially when you're a parent. It was it was <laughs> it was amazing. Just yeah. the detail. Yeah, wow. But that was it. And now I'm just relaxed. So thought, you know, and Sammy, oh. Sammy says to me, uh, well, actually, does he even say to me? But I, I've, we've talked about how long you live for, you know, about how people die. And I told oh, him, that's how, a difficult I told him how yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to be in a jar on the fucking. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be a brain in They're a jar. I said me. I'm not going to die for a long time. Well, I might not die at all, or I might just, I'll probably be uploaded in some sense. In the deep. Future. You're never getting rid of me. <laughs> Futurama is not a good basis for oh, instruct wow. your kids on religion. Yeah, we yeah. went past the cemetery the other day, and he goes, "What's that in there? What's that?" And I said, "That's where they put all the dead people." Eh? I said, they oh. put all the dead people in there, in the ground. They put them in a hole in the ground. They fill it in. Oh, no. <laughs> and, all right, can we go and look at it? I want to go and have a look. 
You didn't. You weren't tempted to say that's the dead center of town. Oh, that, exactly. oh, that would have been yeah. a People are dying to get in there. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Hey kids, do you know why there's a big fence there? I love well, watching kids when dying yeah, yeah, right, right. I love, I love when when they hear big ideas like that, um, and and you can. There's a kind of pause where they're taking it in and they're trying to. And, and I'm thinking, this is the first time. Imagine. It being the first time you'd ever heard of that, like the first time you ever understood that people are buried in a yeah, cemetery. It's full on. Like, he was okay about it, but but just, I'm sure if we, yeah, no, he doesn't get it yet. When the cat died, right. the second cat, and we buried the cat, Lenny freaked out, right? Because he goes, "Oh, I don't want to go under there." Ah, oh, right. Like I'm gonna be. Buried under the ground forever, yeah, and he's going to be something to endure. Maybe seven or something. Yeah, right. And I'm going, no, nah, no, nah, it's not quite work like that, man. It's, uh, you know, you're not there. Yes, uh, you're somewhere else potentially. Yeah. I don't know exactly where. Mum was good at that. She'd say, well, the the Buddhists say this, and the Hindus believe this, and the Christians say this, yeah, yeah. and the Force in Star Wars says this, and yeah, just distract I, them with a whole lot I, of. Well, <laughs> I was I was telling him that the other day too that we don't. Like, he he calls heaven Kevin. Oh, nice. <laughs> he says, when you die, you go to Kevin. Oh, that sounds <laughs> hellish. Kevin, yeah, Kevin, Kevin Kevin's heaven. With Kevin. Kevin's a butcher in Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, but he, I don't think when Sammy asks or talks about these things, he's not he's not really computer. He hasn't got – he's not old enough to get any kind of terror right. about yeah, yeah. being underground yeah, or, yeah. or any of that stuff. Yeah. So um, he still asks those questions, but it doesn't compute really, yeah. I don't think. And he mentions past lives and stuff sometimes and talks about yeah. future lives and stuff like that. But that first realisation, him thinking that dying is being buried under the ground dying. and enduring that. Yeah, um, <laughs> putting up did, with it. Have you had that with your... My kids both, I think it was Tom when he was little, they would they would want to go to cemeteries right, all wow. the time. Like, wow. can we go there? And yeah. so they never said. You know, I think they, they even probably had me fooled that... They just liked the tranquility or, or the different stones and reading the names. But I, I, I've got a feeling it was – my memories of both kids are all mixed together. I don't know who's who. but Before they knew what it was? Or they just they intuitively – They knew when they no, knew right, what it right. was. They, got, they were sort so of fascinated. I think they were just, just – were kind of yeah. still processing at the time I don't with eyesight. The, wow. The ter- I, re- I remember the, the terror not kicking in until I was much older. Yeah. I was okay about death and found it fascinating. And, ex- and and amazing up and up until I was old enough as a, almost an adult to really kind when of get freaked out closer. by it. When it gets closer, <laughs> but, but because back then I could buy into all the possibilities of of there being something. You know, like you said, Mum would say Buddhists say this, the Hindus say this. You told me you used to get to sleep each night by pretending different, imagining different ways you were dying. Yeah, I, I did when I was a kid. I'd pretend I was dead, and a big one was pretending I was a soldier. Because you know you're into guns as a well, yeah, when you're a kid, yeah, you love so, making yeah, guns and you're running stuff, around. Yeah. No matter how much your parents uh, de-emphasise war and violence, you're going to fucking make guns. You don't get Definitely. toy ones; you'll make them. Mm. And and I would imagine being um, dead on a battlefield, and it was quite it was fine. And and the fact that I was dead meant that I could just relax in bed and I go to sleep. <laughs> yes. It's not normal, bro. <laughs> it's not. You used normal. to have. I had Star Wars figures in my room. You had skulls. My room was just full of bones and skulls. Yeah. Like, yeah, totally. My my grandparents wouldn't go in there. Well, you've heard all this. We used yeah. to talk about it on what now, but um, yeah. But I so that didn't freak me out because I I just took it for granted back then, um, that 
something would happen after yeah. the, the terror now kicks in at the at the, the idea of nothingness of, of not being. Yeah, um, it's just incomprehensible. It's incomprehensible. Isn't it? That's, That's what, what makes yeah. it difficult. Yeah. I mean, I also fluctuate between kind of being glad it doesn't go on forever. Yeah. On one hand, I don't want to die. On the other hand, I'm like. Thank God this doesn't go on forever. I can't fucking take this. I'm so we're hoping about that, that I'm sick of it. So well, is that, that nature's you way that you're, frightened of you're not, sick and of broken down? This yeah. fear of death, I'm frightened that it gets stronger and stronger. Right. I'm just right. hoping yeah. that right. I just get sick to death. you got to do a bit of work on that. Don't you get more and more yeah. sore and tired and cranky? It's just like, yeah. fuck, I'm over I'm it. encouraging that. I'm starting to try and think that way. Think like, oh, <laughs> yeah, the kids have only just been born. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, we've talked about too, though, there's times, there's, there's moments in days and they come out of nowhere where you go, oh, it, it's cool. I could go now. Yeah, yeah, totally. Now's fine. And other times you're like, oh, shit, fucking terror. Yeah, it's weird. So, but I figure that's, it used to be just terror. Now I get a bit of both, which I figure is, is, is growth. And mm. hopefully you, the, the hope is that one day you get to – you hear those stories about oldies who are like, I'm ready to go now. Yeah, they've had enough. 80, I'm yeah. done, I'm finished. And I go, great. Well, then But when, can... then when the kids wake up screaming and you go and see them and they go, what's the matter? They go, oh, yeah. oh I don't want you to die, Dad. Yeah. I just realised you're going to die. Had a dream. Yeah. They just died. worked yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, I, I, before even going to sleep, yeah. just suddenly it was thinking and went, oh, hang yeah. on a minute. He's gone. Yeah, yeah, soon. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, it. It was like, don't worry about it. Science is getting like I. My they're going to upload me, dude. It'll I be got, fine. I got put on the spot the first time, and I just went, Nah, mate. Nah, nah, nah. That's no, not happening. Science is coming up with all sorts of stuff. Oh, no. Every China. Yeah, yeah, no. like, and then, I, then it was like that one. Oh well, Grandma reckons you go to heaven. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, we don't know. It's a magical. And, place. The, and the reality is, we don't know. So, yeah. so you can legitimately say to them. I mean, what we do well, know is that it's a natural, like, like death's as common as life. So, so that's what I was saying to Sammy. It's all part of a cycle, and that's mm. what our mother used to say to us. Every time something dies, something is born to replace it. Yeah, well played by mum. Life. She'd pull in different. Yeah, she did well like that. But we used to we're play her terrible. too. We'd yeah. we because we'd want to talk at bedtime, and and mum couldn't resist a good chat, and so mm. we'd say she'd say good night, time to go to sleep. Mum, what happens when you die? And then just <laughs> it, set her off. Oh, yeah, like an hour and a half. Genius. Yeah, yeah. I wish, I mean, I, yeah, okay. I made up I a, wish whole, I remember a, new, a new religion yeah, yeah. to try and deal with this. Nice. Because I, I, you know, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm, I could go at any moment. I'm fat and unhealthy. And <laughs> you never know, right? But, I could go at any moment. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but, you know, like reality is you can. You can. It's not sure. right. But anyone like, can. Anyone can. Exactly. At any time. Yeah. So it makes you, yeah. th you think it a bit more when the telly's always telling you you will. Yeah. But, and I said, you, I, at one stage I said, right, no, here's what I believe happens. Right. Because they haven't heard what I believe. I was like, well, this is what grandma believes. Okay. And this is what some people believe. Here's what I believe. I believe that it goes in, that I go and become part of you. Mm. Everything I've ever done and everything is not lost. It becomes yeah. part of you. Do with it what you will. Right. DNA but that coding goes into or you yep. and, and, and then and they, go, and they go, ah, but hang on. <laughs> what happens if you, you know, like what if you die before grandpa, then – Ah, yes. Where does he go? Oh, you mean you go into them after you die? Yeah, when you when you die, you 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 just go into your kids. 
Well, you just kind of you haunt them. You haunt them. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you're being the, their your memory body. of you. You know, and yeah, and, right. Yeah, and yeah. everything like Into your you heart. Have, <clears throat> nothing's lost. Yeah. <clears throat> so Which you go, is kind of true too, because you are in them. Your your collective soul and all that mm, sort of thing. So, mm. so I made up. Kind of, I like the idea anyway. Mm. So, yeah, and they tried to trip me up on the whole. Yeah. But, but what if someone goes first? I said, oh, well, that just carries carries on. I said, I've got a, you know, people who's who lose um, hope. <laughs> <laughs> no, when, they, when people that lose a parent, right, yeah. then they get, they, you know, it's horrible when you lose a parent early, mm. but then you get them. Early as well to support you in different ways and well, yeah, I just right. kind of went rambling. Yeah, yeah. But uh, freestyle. It's tricky. Yeah, I haven't yeah. had to answer any, like properly answer. Any. Yeah, but you. But I'm very cautious of saying things now because I know there's some things that you know flippantly parents would say as a yeah. joke. Yeah. That you yeah, thirty true. years old when you just go oh is oh of course that's not of course that's not true fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know they just say something like. You go off to the butcher in Shepparton or something yeah, yeah. like that as a joke. And no, he, he came up with that. <laughs> I didn't come up with Kevin. Kevin 07. <laughs> he said, you go brilliant. to Kevin when you die. Yeah. That's what's better to lay out some options, right? Yeah, yeah it could be this, could be that. Yeah, choose you your think? religion based on the, heaven. I tried, to, I, I tried to impart my theory about it to the boys the other night. My younger boy just kept giving me shit, <laughs> kept making jokes at my expense. I'm trying, I'm, trying to, it's, you know, yeah. I'm trying to let you know my belief system here. Um <laughs> But yeah, mine's kind of like the force, I guess, that there's a sort of a life force and you you get spat out of it when you're born and when you die, you return back to the blob or my mate told Mercury. me that's the Godhead yeah. and you basically, it's the life force and so reincarnation in a sense is real, but it's, it's you don't, you don't go back up there and remain you, you just go back to the collective, yeah. you know. Mm. There's I, no harps and shit, you just, no, no. do you cease to... Function actively until you get sent on another mission, or yeah, I don't know. Lots of people have similar experiences though, where they have greeted by beings, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And well, they don't know if that's the kind of yeah, the, the DMT the, triggering yeah, in your brain the, when you die, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. But yeah. but who cares, really? Yeah. I mean, if you're on, on your way out and whatever you, you have you a through. quality experience that's yeah. good, you're not going to care, are you? Because when you're in it, I had experience know. when I was driving once where I it's going to sound really hippie and crazy, but I sort of, I merged with the universe. Mm. I was driving along and suddenly I was one. Oh, like yeah. I had no borders and I felt yeah. totally at peace. And I thought, if this is what it's like. At 110 on the Hume. Yeah, no, I was, no, was driving along Beach Road. It's hard to get PCP out. though, isn't it? Yeah, right. You can get it. But it was an amazing feeling and it, no, I felt, yeah. if thought, if this is what it's like when you suddenly, there was no... Yeah, I know, it's hard yeah, to explain. You, 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 you're just part of it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's no, you have no borders. You know, there's nothing. You're completely connected. The stardust thing helped me. Right. That that every atom in the world, or the, like whether it's carbon, lithium, uh, mm. you know, oxygen, they, they were all forged in stars. It's the same. Amount. And that, that depending on the temperature of that star when it died, it will it will create a different sort of atom. They, they all come from hydrogen, I think, is the the original atom, but. When stars burn out at different temperatures, they create all these other elements, right? Yeah. So we're literally 
um, forged in stars. Like yeah. like every atom in us has come from it was created in a dying star. Yeah. So we're the reincarnation of star. There's all those hippie sixties songs about we are stardust and mm. blah blah blah. But, but that that, that sort of helped me amount. in terms of the cosmos and and so that makes scientifically reincarnation real because <clears throat> there's the yeah. same amount of carbon in the on the planet as there has always been and it just recycles and recycles. Yeah. Isn't that yeah, the, well, yeah. isn't that the theory? No. No, well, except the carbon comes it's in not. out of the because you can make. Well, I know, I know. In this, in a star, if you start with hydrogen, which is the smallest atom that we know, yeah, which is just it's just a nucleus and a one yeah, electron one each or something, yeah. yeah so if the enormous amount of gravity, yeah, turns that into helium. What's to do with the temperature? A nuclear the... fusion, so yeah. it smashes two of them together, and that yeah. becomes helium. It becomes more right, and so when you get two hydrogens, you make it into one helium. Because right. they share the nucleuses and okay. all that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. But did you know the difference in weight? It's the only time in the universe where mass d- disappears. Mm. You know right. that Newton's law and all that sort of yeah. thing. There's always some mass. Right, okay. And th- that mass, you know how you calculate it? The difference in mass? No. It's the speed of light squared times the mass. Oh, no. Equals the, the energy released. In that in that situation, how do you know my brain's melting? It's no, no. But this, this it is so, so the, the speed of light. So squared. if you go, what? if you go, the energy released divided by the speed of light squared, that equals the difference in mass between the two hydrogens and the helium. Oh, right. Okay. And that's E equals mc squared. Oh, right. Right. Really? How did fucking old mate come up with oh, that in nineteen whatever? He wasn't it's busy nuts. thinking about what suit he was going to wear. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's right. Wow. But, but, but it's amazing. So as the stars get older, yeah. they get smaller and yeah. therefore more gravity because the same amount oh, of that mass. Always? And that creates Almost. a black hole ultimately, doesn't it, when it collapses it in on itself? It smaller and smaller until it's too much. Right, right. That's all I know. Right. It's, it's, it's like, I like it though. Yeah. Mm. So there now go. there's lots of spiritual stuff in that you can tell kids. You can teach kids mm. about the amazing things yeah. of physics and science and the universe, and that's just baffle them with shit. So that they don't shit. keep yeah. focusing on it. Yeah. So now we've got the heavy stuff go. out of the way. Can we talk about football? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> no, actually. Yeah, yeah. So so that's um. All right. Yeah. I'm yet to get to the really uh, the really kind of interesting conversations in that sense mm. where um. Because at the moment, I just feel like he doesn't give a shit about me. Yeah. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, he doesn't. So No, he's, he's like, I'm just an impediment to you. Yeah. I'm getting in the way. I'm sure you're bugger. providing a service. Providing a service, God. As Dad calls, what did Dad used to call us? The support team. Really? <laughs> For the children. Yeah, right. Oh, hi, Henry and Lenny, and welcome to the welcome support oh, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I just, I feel like a shit parent at the moment. Really? Mm. I do. I feel like a terrible yeah. father because I because I just can't. We, we, I can't cope by the end of the day. We, we, we were talking about it earlier today. I'm starting to. Missy and I talked about what we're better at. Mm. I mean, I'm clear. I clearly have limits to Work my to your abilities. Strengths. Work to your strengths, mm. at least until you learn better. Because mm. I am. I'm learning to detect when I'm not going to be able to be as sympathetic, you know, when it's when the fighting is gone. Right. And I can do the morning chaos. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I can cook breakfast yeah, for everyone yeah, at once sure, yeah. and Missy can sleep in and yeah. I can do all that stuff and they're relatively happy. I can yep. I can sit with Sammy on my knee for a while and we can kind of um, have a cuddle and look out the window and have a chat and then do all that stuff. But but by seven o'clock at night when he's 
got his underwear on his head and he's running around the house and I'm just going, please, please, please let me put your pajamas on. <laughs> and I, like I, I can't fucking. And then, and then I, I, you know, I storm out and I have to let. Take over. Right. Can't do it, man. That's all right. I mean, yeah. no, no, it's fine. Six o'clock in the morning to seven at night. It's not bad to yeah, keep yeah. it together. Yeah, yeah. I prefer really? the morning as well. I think you've got some tasks to do as well. Like I'm making the breakfast and we're listening to some music and we're giving each other shit. Later yeah, yeah. on, it's not so happy. It's not so happy. <laughs> it's just hard to get all that right. I mean, I think maybe doing this podcast helps, but also doesn't help in a way because it means we're, I'm, we're, we're, I'm constantly analytical about fathering. Mm. And I've got to be careful of that as well, not mm. not to get too. Yeah, we've got to uh, start getting into other people's fathering. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I need to leave myself guy. alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah for, for a bit. Sure. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, it's um, it's a glorious thing, that's though, isn't on, it? Man. It's wonderful. That's, that's full on. It's beautiful. There's no doubt. Mm. No doubt. I was listening to your podcast with Pip on the way over, and it's yeah. good. It's good hearing other dads talk about their yeah their stuff. Yeah, and you were all talking about um, when you can start doing things that you're interested in together. Yeah, right. Films, music. Yeah, giving each other shit's a big one. So we lay on the couch and give each other shit. Or yeah. Give each other shit over breakfast. Give each other a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's Brett Delidio? <laughs> yeah, right. Do you, you guys give each other shit? Yeah, yeah. yeah that it's, like it started fun. in our house. Now. Yeah, mm. I think my my nine year old is way wittier yeah. than my eleven year old. Yeah, right. She's okay. just she just cuts him to pieces. You could just see her looking at you sideways after making a right. quip. You go, "Oh, this is going to be tr- this is going to be hectic." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But great. Yeah, in yeah. The same way. Well, you were talking about that sometimes when they say stuff and it's kind of messed up, but you're proud of them. Yeah, exactly. Like Lenny comes to me one night and I go, "Hey, listen, um, if you don't if you don't have your dinner, there'll be no dessert." And real dead penny looks at me and goes. I don't eat dinner. I eat dessert, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I went, oh, oh, and then I just lost my shit. Uh, I'm like, that's really wrong. Nice. But uh, what happens when there's a word like that's a re- happens to be a big no-no in your house? Like, bitch. No one's. I'm not allowed to say bitch in my house. Oh, we really? No way. But it's now. It's everywhere. Yeah. <clears throat> Across the media, everywhere. It's mm. it, or, Everybody's saying it as yeah. it's just vernacular now. Yeah, it's a thing. I think its meaning has changed too, though. I don't think it's a, it's not a misogynistic thing as much anymore. Not it's the way a, it's happening right now. Right, as yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah. Right, it's yeah. Definitely not. Yeah, yeah. But uh, well, there's the bitches thing, you know. What saying? Uh, I don't know how that came suck about. Suck it up, bitches, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's and happening. Men and up. women use it to refer to each other in the. The same way. Yeah. Yeah. Game on, bitches. No, that was game on moles, wasn't it? Game on moles. Big brother reference. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> were you on Big Brother or something, man? You were talking no, about one time. He used to time. go to it. He used to yeah, go, he used up to there. go to an eviction once yeah. a year. Right, that's keen. That's great. Where was it? A day in Dreamworld. Right, okay. Yeah, but if you weren't shit-faced, you were. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Party time. It was on the Goldie, mate. On the Goldie. Yeah, For a weekend in a high-rise penthouse suite. Wow. Sounds very eighties. Hey, I, hey I, yeah, yeah. I, I wish you to tr- desperately to keep it on fatherhood, though we don't have to try too hard. Yeah, yeah, no. But um, the Bidolf thing. We, we, I was saying how we went and saw Steve Bidolf yeah, and, and yeah. talking about the the time spent. Yeah. Uh, with yeah. with and 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 it doesn't matter about trying to find quality time yes. or what you're doing. It's yeah. just the nothing time, the little time, showing that you um. 
you enjoy their company enough to spend time. And he said the quality time comes through. Right. Yeah, yeah. Moments of gold pop out yeah, when yeah. you're spending time. That was I heard that just recently. It was a huge relief for me because the way I managed parental guilt was that thing of am I trying and that if I'm trying, then I let myself off the hook because I'm never going to be perfect, et cetera. Yeah. If I'm not trying, I need a bit of guilt, all that. But the um, the other thing, I'd try and force quality time. So we're going to go camping this weekend. Yeah. I'm going to recreate my childhood and it's going yeah. to be amazing yeah. and it's and it ends up being a disaster. But then when he said that about if you're spending time with them, the quality really moments matter. will come. Yeah, and they know then yeah. that just, they're worth spending time with. Well, yeah, right, yeah. right. Maybe that's what comes. But it could be driving in the car or watching TV or you're yeah. all having a joke, you know. Watching Lord of the Rings and realising that the goblin's beard looks like a scrotum, you know. Yeah, yeah. And from that, we thought it was hilarious. And from then on, it's always referred to as a goblin's beard. And (laughs) (laughs) as your goblin's beard, so you're basically recreating your um, stoner mates sitting around. Yeah, probably. And I'm showing a big Lebowski. I don't know what (laughs) kind of impression I'm setting up, but yeah, yeah. That was a. I reckon that was a really good recent breakthrough. That yeah, you don't I have reckon. to force quality time because yeah. you know about when I've tried to go camping yeah, yeah. and it's always disaster. been a disaster. You yeah. know, I took I took him to the prom and we ended up. Yeah. You know, we went we went for a walk and a wombat had torn into the tent and opened all the food because I ate all the food because oh, I left the God. food in there. And then and didn't started, you have to fucking fight the oh, wombat? I had to shoo to it out, out and it kept coming back in and, and then... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we had that with a goanna. Oh, yeah, they're Jesus. terrifying, man. And it came and got all wow. the eggs and stuff. Oh, wow. Fiona was on the top of the car going oh. screaming. Because, yeah, they're more scary. Yeah. Um, it, this wombat had eaten, like, eat the wheat bix box and all and the bread, the bag and all. And, <laughs> and so then, and then it started blowing a gale and the three of us are sitting in the tent screaming at each other at 11 <laughs> o'clock at night and then the tent starts falling down and you know and in the morning I'm normally pretty anal about how I pack up but in the morning I just I just grabbed the tent hole and just forced it into the back of the wagon yeah, yeah. I can kick the boot just set closed. a match to it oh can- man <laughs> and we're out of there we drove to the nearest Coonwara or whatever got into a cafe I had my latte and had their baby chinas and we had a collective sigh of relief like Oh, Thank God, we're not a trying. It sounds to enjoy like quality ourselves. time. Well, well, it might, six months later, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that will sure. be the quality. Oh, yeah. we got through it. They will tell oh, the they story. St- oh, they still do. Remember <laughs> the wombat, Dad? Oh, fuck yeah! And when I was screaming, all the time when I, me and Henry got locked in the boot of the car. Oh, so we yeah, were. That was crazy. We were camping down at down at Rosebud, and it was because we used to. I thought camping in Rosebud's good when you've got like a four-year-old because everything's across the road. Yeah, you know you, the foreshore there. Not too far away. Oh, yeah. yeah, the pubs there and the pizza shops there, and and we were sheltering from the rain. We're in the back of the Commodore wagon, and I pulled the back down because the rain was getting heavy and locked us in. And I'd yeah. recently had a cargo grill put in there, so oh, we were gosh. literally locked in the back of the car. Oh. And on my heart oh. starts going, and that thing where your shortness of breath yeah. probably could have kicked my way out, but and Henry yeah. thought it was amazing. He said, "This is awesome," and I'm trying to hide my. Panic. So I had to ring now. Had to ring Nelly. My phone's going flat, and say, "Hey, listen, really quickly, my phone's going to go flat. You need to ring the charcoal chicken shop at Rosebud, <laughs> and you need to tell the guy in there to come and let us out of the boot of the car." And I could see, I could see, the mafia. Oh man! Like mafia oh yeah! Story. I could see, I could see. Then and my phone went flat. Then I could see the phone call and him answering the call. Oh. And she's obviously going, "See across the road, there's a white Commodore claim wagon." <laughs> you know, there's a man. My, 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 my
just wanted my son locked in there. Can you? And you could see him sort of going, what, what? It sounds like a prank that sounds. Yeah. It's, and eventually came really coyly, came across and, and let us out. Oh, my God. But that was the other. When it went, so when I've tried to force these quality camping moments, you know. Yeah. Far out. I'm pretty sure there's some little things you can undo to take the cage out. But then you right. actually pull it towards yourself. Yeah, you? right. I'm sure there would have been a number yeah. of things like that. But that's, you know, that when your heart sinks and you goes, oh, oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. That's why I've killed us. The phone call yeah. is the best contemporary us. way to yeah. deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Ring, ring the wife to yeah. ring the chicken shop yeah. to sort it out. You need to ring the rose. Call the fire brigade. Oh, man. He probably thought a bunch of kids were going to throw a bag of shit at him. Yeah, he, he looked really <laughs> cautious. He approached the, the wagon really cautiously. But you do remember those disasters and you kind of – I, it just rem- reminded me of a story when I was a kid. So the old man, we've come, we've lived, moved here from England, from Scotland, and moved to Mulgrave. And so my parents were like, let's assimilate. Yeah. They basically <laughs> chucked my Leeds United gear in the bin. Wow. Bin. Wow. And marched us down, said, what's your team? Wow. <laughs> and just kitted beanie to bot. I've still wow. got the key ring, but that's about it. <laughs> and was that St Kilda? You St Kilda, that point? Yeah, Bang. yeah, yeah. Wow. We'd, we'd been in a, a grand final with the maybe Collingwood the year before or something like that, which we'd lost. One of the two. Yeah, yeah it, wasn't so, it wasn't so good. Wow. So um, my brother was Collingwood, I was St Kilda. They marched us in, assimilated. Wow. But then, then – you're meant to have a boat. You're meant to go and catch Flathead. And like they fully went for it. Like wow. my dad wow. went and bought wow. a boat, but not a proper half cabin cruise like every other bogan. Right? He bought this old wooden one and he oh, loved wow. to sail. Like he, he nearly bought a out on Loch Lomond a, an outboard repair business. And that's oh, yeah. where we nearly ended up right. growing up. So he bought this boat. Refiberglassed it. Had this old seagull motor. You know those engines yes. that are. Yes, we had one seagull. too. You yes. can see the yes. guts of it, and it yes. looks really like. And a, he had a, and it had a ripcord, yeah. thing, like yeah. a Dickensian kind yeah. of sewing machine or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. And you had to tie it around, and it's like two horsepower t- or some shit. Two and a half horsepower, and then so we were out yeah. in the bay, and he was like, "Yeah, he's yeah. an old salty dog or whatever it is, you know." So he was <laughs> in the merchant navy. So we're in these big waves, and we're not thinking. It's like no sense of danger. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they we're going up and down in the swell and the old man's like, brr, brr. Oh, no. <laughs> you hardly see oh, land. No. And this, this lifesaver's come out in this dinghy going, you know, all right, your wife your wife came, she was hysterical and she said <laughs> to come and rescue you because lost at sea wow. in wow. the bay. And the old man's gone. No, we're all right. Oh, we're fine. <laughs> him off. Oh, really? oh, no. Oh, no. He kept at it and he started it and we oh, came God. home. Wow. Wow. All singing A Life on the Ocean Way. Yeah. The road, which is the you know, that was a dad, design. Dad at sea classic. Our dad decided he was going to be a sailor and he had no idea. Bought yeah. like a, a, what is it? Um, a, mirror. a mirror. One of those little, little yacht. yachts. Oh, yeah, yeah. With a seagull outboard and a, and a, you know, and sails and stuff. But he'd take us out and we'd nearly die regularly. Yeah. Yeah. He'd yeah. throw us off the back and throw, then throw us a rope and. Yeah, that's known as using your sons as burly. Right, yeah. Trying to catch anything. Yeah, that's right. Just loose. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty, yeah, when you think back, you go, oh, holy hell. Yeah. Well, I, oh, I can do some dangerous stuff with my kids, like that I'm not too conservative about it. Fiona right. does it for us. Does she do right. the dangerous yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. She, she, 
she, she came back with Tom going, oh, you've got to come to this cave when we were in holidays last time. And they took me to this place and you had to sort of walk on all these rocks, shimmy around a, a, a cliff side oh. and then actually jump in. Wow. And he couldn't swim. Yeah, right. So she jumped into this rock pool where the waves were coming in and whoosh, wow. whoosh, yeah. and swam across to find this beach in a cave. Wow. Yeah. And I looked at it no and I went, fear? nah, stupidest thing I think you've <laughs> right. ever done. Right. And I still right. believe that because he got away with it, but he was hanging on. Yeah, right. But, you know, like it was – Yeah, it was, yeah. I was like, they made me do it, but they, she's guilted me into it. She's going, do it, Dad. And he's going, yeah, do it. We did it. Do it. Oh, do it. No. And so I did it. Wow. And, uh, and he nearly died. Did they have to and it was hairy, and I just yeah. thought, fuck, imagine me with and a the, kid the, on my and back. the ocean comes sleep. in and the tide comes in quickly. And, oh. Yeah, wow. <laughs> it was pretty hectic, but did, uh, I can't believe I was shamed into doing that. <laughs> and then the next year we went to the kid. same place and we were all just didn't talk about going to the cave. Right, right. So a bit of thought had gone into it, I think. Is that, that no fear that she doesn't that – doesn't, that's not a first – Thought about the fear, or I think she wants them to do dangerous. Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. I read a book on that about sort of letting teens take risks, and if you don't let them take calculated risks, they're going to do it in other ways. That's if right. If you don't let them, yeah. yeah, play sports or skateboard or risky stuff, then it comes out in other ways, like drink driving and yeah. fighting and drugging. It's and like seventeen to twenty-five; they're most likely to die. Yeah, boys, right. boys, mainly wow. boys. It's like eight times more likely than a girl to die. Wow, boys are between that age, those ages. If you can keep them alive, accidentally. Yeah. Well, accidentally or suicide, you know, but but often accidentally, just from reckless. Behaviour with their mates, and we all fucking know we've done that. We did that. We've yeah. done crazy shit when we were. That yeah. you think now, oh my god! I was in a footloose drag race. Yeah, yeah, know, right. Two lane road with uh, footloose drag race. What's you know, that? footloose. Remember that they? Oh, oh right, yeah. Driving right. against tractors or something yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. I was wow. in the mini, and there was a guy in a Volkswagen, and we had our entire class from school in both those cars. Oh, they were both coupes, I guess, of yeah. sorts. Wow. And uh, it was like there was a car coming back this way and I couldn't get past. It was like but the the thought – more frightening now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was doing gonna, stupid shit. Uh, yeah. A friend yeah. pointed out – I remember saying when the boys were quite young, oh, I'm, I'm kind of relieved I don't have a daughter because I'd be worried about yeah. boyfriends and all that. And she goes to me, yeah, you've only got to worry about fighting, drugging, drink driving. And I went, oh, oh. Fuck, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. And then you start thinking about all that stuff that you did when you were a teen. Mm. Um, and, you know, boys get an 800% increase in testosterone when they turn 14. Right, wow. Eight, it's the most testosterone you a, a man ever has. Wow. So they just go, it's like the Hulk. Well, that's, and, and that's three months away from me. Wow. Yeah. My older boy. <laughs> Wow, he's well, like, I mean, you can see the build up because he's getting tall. Yeah, he's getting, he's, you know, he he's is. like, he's getting big. You're like, it's, it's going to launch in a minute. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, you'll have to keep an eye on him. Yeah, I've been really fixating on that teenage bit lately. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned like suicide, and we had a close family member, and I won't go into the details, but take his life recently. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty intense, obviously, and we had to, to – I just levelled with the boys, talked to them about mm, it. So in mm. some ways that was good because I could have a really honest conversation about mental health, depression, drugs and alcohol. Yeah, yeah. But it sort of brought home to me the lack of that father figure yeah. in that fella's life, you know. Um, yeah. 
the father was missing or positive male role models were missing. And every time he was in crisis, there was no elder men of the tribe to come and either talk him, talk sense into him or knock him on his ass or, and just, uh, it just really got me thinking too about, you know, like uh, I was pretty reckless mm. as a teen as well. Um, you know, mum and dad had split up and, and uh, you know, and I, we didn't hang out with Uncle Rob much more at that time either. So suddenly there was not older male role models around. My male role models were my mates yeah. and we were well, teaching each other about smoking bongs in sheds and you know, yeah, drink yeah. driving and all of that. And so one end of the scale to me seems like it's there's all those things that I didn't. I had a great time, was fun, but I feel like for my boys, the thought of them, you know, smoking bongs in a shed at 14 or doing experimenting with other things at 15, 16 is a bit terrifying. Even though I thought I was a grown up and I was and I and I enjoyed it. Um, but to the other extreme of this, uh, you know, this other fella sort of, yeah, you know the. <laughs> The violence and the and the neglect from the dad and the you know and yeah. and it, and it leading to this conclusion which is really yeah. tragic you know yeah. and it happens a lot I mean men, yeah. men kill themselves yeah. a lot and 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 young men do well it made me go we need to be able to talk yeah. and that's why I've had a few really honest conversations with the boys about it I can't mm. hide them from it. Mm. But when me, it happens that close, you oh can't, yeah, yeah, you oh, can't, I, don't, I can't. You know, I just have yeah. to lay it out there tactfully, mm. but talk mm. to them about it. Yeah, um, and that was the other thing. Men need to be able to talk. They need to be able to get help, accept help. Yeah. They mm. need to be shown the way. Mm. And I just remember feeling crushed for the for the little boy who'd been yeah I know. neglected. You know, you can see um, the little boy yeah. in in a lot of big tough. Um, men like that who, or, or you know, quite yeah. often the, the the more kind of intensely blokey and and dysfunctional guys are in their twenties and thirties, the yeah. more they you can see the little boy that yeah. didn't, didn't get what they needed. You know, on that thing too of to be a man is to fight, ride a Harley, get tats. Yeah. They're doing all that image stuff of a man. Because yeah. that's what they think you're meant to do, but there's no one to show them in, how in to be of, a man. In lieu of actual modelling of of masculinity, yeah, yeah. And and you need to. You, there was back to Steve Bidolf, but that that talking about from from fourteen to whatever, 25. they they need to have um, males other than their oh, father, totally, because totally. no matter how great you yeah. are with your boys, yeah, we you know. You, there needs to be a range of men yeah. that are nearby that you can kind of present them to that they can run off to and That's complain right. to if they can't talk to That's you. Because right. they're, they're, reje- they're going to reject you at some point. They've got to at some point, right? And 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 you need to have reliable men. And that, and, and at least if there's a few of them, then they might accept one of them. You know what I yeah. mean? Otherwise, as you say, they're going to just pick some reckless, or some dickhead at the at the footy club at who's the, a right, you know, and or their mate who's showing them. Oh, this is how you do it. Yeah. Or gangbangers or, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been trying to set that up with my mate Luke already, saying, hey, listen, when my boy, we're just about 500 metres from each other. When my boys crack the shits and run away, I'll send them your way and you do the same with your boys. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think that's really important, that male role models around, all the male role models to, yeah. Sh- yeah. to show Good the way. Thought, yeah. Yeah, well, I think it's... And you can't, you can't force it on them because obviously when, no. when the time comes and they need to kind of 
push back against you, the, the best you can do, I suppose, is just at least have those people who've come into their life yeah. and that they might respect in some yeah. way yeah. and that they might go to to complain about you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And other men modelling positive behaviours, showing them that's not all. I remember talking to a young fella at work who's, mm. you know, his dad wasn't in the picture and he had some mental health stuff going on and he was trying to be macho in the warehouse and all that. And I remember sitting him aside and saying, hey, listen, man, I'd like because he kept wanting to be treated as a grown-up but not behaving as a grown-up. Sort of the classic wanting to be treated up as treated as a grown-up, calling in sick but getting his mum to call in sick for him. Oh, right, yeah. You know, and yeah. I remember saying to him, hey, listen, do you want to know what, what I think it means to be a man? You know, you know, it's really boring but it's not all this macho stuff. It's not all this carry-on. It's, it's handling your shit, handling your business, being responsible. I yeah. said, I know that sounds boring, but that's really, I think that's, well, that's my read on it anyway. It's yeah, not yeah. being super macho or something. Yeah. Um, but they need yeah. to see it, people may need to see it modelled. Yeah, yeah. Because there's yeah. something about fathers and sons too, yeah. where sons are always going to be chasing their father's approval. Yeah. Even if their father's not there, you know. Yeah. They're, they're going to be. Well, at some point they're going to be pitted against their father too and sort of yeah. challenge them a bit too. Yeah, um, that's what scares me about. I mean, it's crazy because he's four. Yeah, but like I, I hope watch my brother I think, think he could have have a crack at the old man. Really? And what, what brother? Phys- he's still Mr. Puniverse. Really? Like, still. Wow. <laughs> and he just got put to the ground. Wow. Just like, kind of like just like that. Just yeah. Like, hmm, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I was in the navy, mate. <laughs> you wow. know, you were a sixteen-year-old. 800% testosterone, boy. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you said that, I thought, oh, well, At least yeah. it happens when they're 14, they're not, not when they're 28 or something. Well, exactly. And they'd be scared. That's pretty funny because mm. he's the pacifist, like Mr. Puniverse. Your brother is? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So I, how I, I watched, I went, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> Note to <yourself>. self. <laughs> Did he, like, he physically tried to lord it I over think he, Yeah, I think kind he kind of, yeah. Well, they do that. Henry's stuff. doing that. He presents. Yeah, he comes yeah. and puts his chest up, yeah. and then I just grab his hand, and squeeze his knuckles, and he, he goes to water. <laughs> or do the you know the cheeky rib jab, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he hasn't worked all that out yet. But he's already well on the track to being bigger than me. When so. you say, when you said you had to talk to the boys, yeah, about suicide, yeah. Is that like when you've got to talk to one of them? Mm. You kind of just talk to both of them, don't you? I, in most, in a lot of cases, or, or do you sort of go, "I'm ready." Separate talks. We had I had the separate talk with the younger yeah. one when I told him how it happened. My older boy already knew, and I came home, and it right, was okay. quite full on. And I, you know, I won't go into too much of it. And I need to check with family members, maybe run this by them to make sure they're okay with what I'm saying. But okay. I think I'm being respectful enough. But, but, you know, I said to them basically, you know, he was really unwell, mm. unhappy, you know, and to that some mental health, add to that some drinking and drugs, you know, like drinking can be okay and pot and things can be okay. Or, But if you've got mental health and depression, it can really be a bad thing. Um, and then I said, and I said to Lenny, he passed away. But then the next day I had to say, you know, listen, he was unwell and he sort of took his own life. Um and uh, and Lenny said, "Oh, how did he do it?" And I said, "Oh, well, well, he hung himself, mate." Um, and it was it was pretty full on, um, but it was it was worthwhile um, because it created that opportunity to talk about that. 
mm. um, and be really open with them about that and show them it's okay to talk about that. Mm. Um, and the best thing we did was we were we were meant to go up to Warrandyte to hang out with Dan and Sam in the bush and I was about to cancel and I went, no, no, we've got to go. Mm. Yep. And we did and we hung out in the bush and we fished and we burnt stuff and we walked in the bush and we talked and, and we split wood. My boys, their favourite thing was my little boy splitting wood. But But I had a few direct talks with them about that and then a few times they asked questions and I just answered it as honestly as I could. But I didn't – I wasn't overly graphic about it, but I just tried to be as honest as I could. Yeah, what um, about the – what about the – what you're trying to give them, like what to do? Did you say – because I, I had a talk less than two days ago with my 11-year-old right. about suicide. Right, yeah. I, I, I can't remember how it came up. Right. But it, when the question comes up – yeah. I think they were. T- I think it was, we were going across the West Gate. Yeah, yeah. And uh, going on about those fences and stuff. And I went, people and told them why. Yeah. And then it escalated. Yeah. You know, I said, look, same thing. It's it's when people don't don't know how to find another way out. Yeah. You know, or accept you know, help or talk and, or yeah. and you can. Yeah. You can yeah. come and see. Lots of different people. Yeah. You can just go to the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, and yeah. This is me just trying to yep. put something in there, like to, yep. to just go, you go always, all the way through for your whole life. You can just go to the doctor, come to me or mum, yeah. anybody. Yeah. Anybody. Yeah. And say, this is what I'm feeling. Yep. And there is an answer. And a little bit later, that feeling will, will be gone. Yeah. That's essentially what I said too. There's medication, there's doctors. You can always talk about it. The most important thing is to always talk about it. Always talk to me. If you need to talk to me, do that. Because I think the most terrifying thing as a parent, the number one most terrifying thing, right, is your kid dying. And the only thing worse than your kid dying is your kid dying at their own hand, right? Yeah. Like Mm. I don't think it gets any fucking worse than that. Yeah. Uh, and, And so in a way this provided the opportunity to talk about that. Um, yeah, and you're gonna yeah. T- and you're gonna take something good from the situation. Yeah, you've got I guess to, so. You've got to you've got to use it in some way that that's pro that that's u- that's useful to them. Because yeah. what else are you gonna do with a tragic yeah. situation? Yeah, like that. Yeah, and and the other thing to remember, I think, is that 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 it passes. Yeah, that's something that. Because you know, the, I've the had grief my passes. Oh, or, or no, no, the, the suicidal one, thoughts, suicidal yeah. ideation. Yeah. I mean, or, or anything like that. Or just mm. feeling really depressed mm. that these things have passed in the past, mm. and they'll pass again. Yeah, and, and you know, you, you, I think it, it's it hard to changes. comprehend, isn't it? Because I, I mean, I, yeah. I, I think people have got really strong mental illness. There's no way out. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I can't even comprehend that. Like I've had those moments. I think yeah. everyone has. Um, I have a funny way of dealing with it. I kind of go, oh, I may as well stick around and see what happens. Well, that's yeah, not – See how it plays out. That's kind of what it is, isn't it? Just... <laughs> you know, but, yeah, I, I, I think it's really, um, really cautious about thinking I know too. Yeah. Because I'm sure I don't know – yeah. Um, 
I think I'm even cautious about this stuff, about thinking that, I mean, I've got a strong sense that I need to be present in my boy's life in their teens, even if it's hovering in the background, knowing what they're up to. Right. Because yeah. I was kind of a bit doing my own thing. Um, and I don't, you know, I've got to say that respectfully because I don't, you know, I don't want to, there's no judgment on mum or dad for that. Yeah. Um, and in fact, it's interesting. In fact, the deeper I get into parenting, the more and more admiration I have for our folks. Yeah, yeah. And what a good job they did. We nailed it when we said we always knew we were loved. Yeah. Mum spent hours on end talking to us and dad spent hundreds of hours doing stuff with us, yeah, yeah. building bird aviaries, taking us yeah, sailing. Yeah. I don't know how he got the energy and he still does it with the grandkids and spent all that time. Yeah, totally. And the other part, whenever I had a, a – um, a fucking urgent situation, like I owe some bikers some money or something. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he would be he would be there, right? Um, yeah. The difference with this friend or this um, um, close, um, you know, a close person in our life was um, when he was in it was he, when he was in trauma or, or drama. The dad the dad was missing in action. Yeah. Um, and so is any other kind of a strong male role model, um, and not knowing that you're loved Mm. and not knowing that you're loved by men. Yeah. Cause I think it's really, it's obviously really important to be loved by your mum, but I think boys need to, yeah, I don't know. It's all these problems we've got in the world and me too and all that thing. It's going to be men that need to fix men, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, really pretty much. Um, and, and, and that's going to come from older men, yeah, mature that's right. mentoring men. Yeah. And, there, and there's a missing yeah. group of, it's yeah. totally true. Yeah. If, if we wouldn't have the me too problem yeah. if it wasn't, if, if that was functioning properly. Yeah. If the, if the men of the tribe were present well, that's and what taking responsibility. Touched on. That's There'd right. Be, you'd be assigned four or five men that would be responsible for your yeah. coming of age Saying and your that's teenhood. that's just not acceptable. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 And, and it, but yeah. we haven't had that right for a long, long time. No. Like, like they, I mean, I don't know a lot about it, but, but most tri- um, uh, tribal cultures have, have, a, have strict sort of law yeah. to do with what you're allowed to Rites do. Now, whether, whether you, yeah. in a modern context, agree with those yeah. or not, I don't know. But that there were, there was social law. There was stuff in there that was that was policed by the family and by people. Now, and we yeah. we could do that now yeah. with the right sort of structure of of male mentors and yeah. stuff, saying no, that's just not acceptable. Ma- not on, masculinity yeah. can mean this and this and this and this, but it can't mean that. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting is that that's all gone and religion provided some of it as well. Yeah. Like people having their bar mitzvahs or their communion and having the church look after them. Like I yeah. know that religion's answerable for a lot of bad shit, but there's a lot of great stuff as well, you know, oh, that, that we've yeah. just gone, we'll just get rid of that, yeah. you know. It's a baby bathwater um, situation. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you can be an atheist and still have these yeah. these rites of passage and, and th- ways of community kind of holding each other. Yeah, and, and yeah. Securing people. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, there's definitely and, – and, and knowing that thing too that, you know, men in men in pain inflict pain. Yeah, yeah. So often it's the men who've had that terrible upbringing or been brutalised themselves that brutalise others and it goes on and on. You know, I think about this close um, person in our life and, you know, look back at his dad's childhood and that was awful and his dad was missing and – Yeah. Yeah, so where do you – who do you get angry at like yeah. you – 
Quite see, and but see, this is where mm. we've got the resilience we've had to mm. get through lots of stuff. Is you know, like everyone's got, you know, has problems with their parents in some way or another. No, no one, no, no kid has the the dream parent as Steve Bidolph was well, talking no, about. And, and, and no, you meant to, and no, and no parent has the dream kid. Yeah. But but despite anything you think about that, knowing that they were there. For you, and they yeah. were, they they had your back. That's right. When it came to the crunch, you were in love. You, That's you were, sort you of all loved. that matters. You were loved, and if you needed them, they'd be there. Yeah, um, and so that that forgives all sorts yeah. of other blunders or yeah. periods of absence or whatever. If you yeah. if you if you know that, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think we're designed we're designed to clash with our parents and test yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. sort of practice. You know, the the mum's the practice girlfriend and the dad's the practice foe and all that sort of stuff. And Like Scott yeah. was saying, he's the stand-in for the world. Yeah, right. So they can butt up against him a yeah, bit right. rather than just picking someone in the yeah. street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I had a friend who, uh, a good friend who died. He was like one of our five men in the gang kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And he died, he died of cancer, left a boy. Wow. Um, sort of similar age to Tom, maybe a little bit older. Yeah. They weren't, didn't really hang out together. They were kind of they, they, they weren't they're not mates, yeah. right? but they were when they were little and yeah. stuff like that. They'll always be kind of that you know mates from childhood kind of thing. Yeah, right? Your dad's mate's kid, you know. Yeah. And and then was like, well, what could we? Do? We went through the whole business, carrying coffins, burying, yeah, wow. all this kind of thing. And then and then I guess I said to the guys, I said, oh, I don't know where. I don't know what we can do now. The kids in primary school, there's a good support network. Mm. They're in a, you know, a primary school in the inner north where it's more, you know, really good support network and everything like that. So let's just make a vow that we are some kind of weird four horsemen of yeah, right. the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. If, if you need you guys. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's full on, man. It's full on. I think that's, that's – it sounds like that's needed even if the dad is still alive, um, that, that, that there's that group to, to, to manage them. Yeah. But that's beautiful. If you, can be, if you can be there if things get tough or when he's a teen or when, you know. Well, that's what – I mean, we made that – I got the guys to make that vow yeah. so that one day in the future yeah. if he fucks up or he's yeah. running around, we're not just going – Oh, that naughty kid or whatever. We're just like we've got to steam in and swoop in. You know, yeah, yeah, somehow I don't know if we can yeah. or not, but yeah. but that's that's this it. Why so I, you wonder yeah. when you can. I mean, I don't know when you can approach, but then I guess you've got the support network of a primary school, and then you go off to high school, mm. and you go, oh, hang on a minute, it might. I reckon you'd be talking to the mum, wouldn't it? Saying when when your boys when your boy needs a a bloke to talk to, or yeah. if he's in trouble, doesn't want to talk to you. Hey, here's my number. Here's what's you know. Yeah. Get him to call. Yeah. At the um, least, you, yeah, you yeah. could do that. I yeah. mean, you could quite literally offer yeah. it. If, because if when, you, yeah, when your mates swoop in and try and tell you how to fix your problems, like it's the blind leading the blind. Well, that's it when he's 14, 15. Yeah. It's, it's, it could get yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah. But anyway, that that's that that was on our mind at the time. Yeah. Mm. It was like then you've got, you know, obviously they've been going through a whole couple of years, two or three years of processing everything and yeah. getting – Stability back, yeah, and then you know, hopefully, hopefully yeah. that he'll be, he'll be all right. But yeah, it was interesting to have that kind of all right. Well, that's our job. Yeah, good because we're yeah. the the core. Yeah, old school kind of gang. Yeah, 
And that was probably your instinct, right? Was that your instinct yeah. that that's the right thing to do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, you reckon, do you reckon that's set up a bit of a thing for all of you and your kids, regardless of whether you're alive or dead too? Like, it seems to me that having even made that vow for one of the kids. Well, yeah, obviously it's cross in your head over for your own. And yeah, for yeah. All of them. Yeah. But even if you don't the full d- die, I mean, yeah, just yeah. Um, just to be to – be, the ideas there now that we are taking responsibility for all the kids. Yeah. This is why I need to have more friends. It's interesting this guy. <laughs> what no, I really do. No, men, I know. No, men, well, men have a big deficit of friends, yep. especially as they get older, yep. and it means that there's no – talking of the male role models thing, I mean, I, I hardly know your boys too, yep. and that partly because I was so fucking – you know, it's crazy and, yeah. and involved in my own shit. Yeah. But luckily now, yeah. moving forward, you know. You also don't get it till you get it, right? Don't, like yeah. you don't you don't get the parent thing till you get the parent thing until you're experiencing you it. That's what you, yeah. my admiration and respect for our folks grows all the time. I'm like, wow, what an amazing amount of energy and love and you know, it took us to the country and we're, we're going to try and have a farm. They had no idea about farming. Let's so gutsy. The, yeah. So and look gutsy. what you said about your dad. Think about Let's do it, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I don't. I'm, I I'm guess they brought lame. us to Australia. Yeah, that's, that's intense, man. Yeah. But one, one thing I just, about that, because I'm, I'm measuring myself now against right. them, is they were a lot younger too yes. and they had more yes. energy because yeah. I, I sometimes I think, fuck, I couldn't, the idea of doing something that radical. Yeah. Although we've we've managed to do a lot with them, yeah, yeah. but but yeah, is is like at forty five is much different to them doing it at twenty five. Yeah. Um. But yes, look, Dad still it, has incredible energy. He still yeah, buddy, he rallies the grandkids like they He marches yeah, up and down hills. Oh wow! Yes. I don't yeah. know where he pulls that energy. Eleven from. o'clock. We're going to yep. be at the top of the right. hill. Here's we're going to look out over the bay. We're going to yeah. say a few words then. By eleven forty-five, we're going to be at the cafe. No, he gives some options now. He's told me <laughs> yeah. he can do this, this, or this. Yeah. Um. So keep marching. Yeah. A, yeah. yeah. But I reckon it's important to talk about that stuff. Like that's what it made me. We're the, very lucky. The, the flow-on effect from this yeah. tragedy, a bit similar to, mm. it makes you talk about that stuff and yeah. set up that stuff. It's yeah. made me think about the boys, talk to them. I watched a bit off thing on the plane on the way home from the funeral and that gave me some other stuff. Yeah. I talked to my mate Luke and said, hey, listen, if my, when my boys hate me, can you <laughs> can you step in? Yeah. You know, and that's the same with you and your kids. And often yeah. it's uncles too because it's still. Yeah, I might leave a cab fare and a Uncle Russell's address yeah. on the, on the top funny, of the piano I'll... in yeah, case right. they decide to run away. Yeah. Break glass in case of emergency. Yeah. Yeah. But I think if you've discussed it, then you've got to But the thing is, that we're, we're all going to have to make quite an effort with this. Once yeah. upon a time, it was just what happened. Yeah. But since the Industrial Revolution and all the wars of yeah. the 20th century and the removal of the men one way they'd or another from, from the they'd boys. They'd be gone for years, They'd be they? gone, or yeah. Dead, or dead, or go or after dead. war and die. Yeah, and, and it just fucked up the whole kind of male structure that yeah. was there to, to make sure men behaved the way they were meant to. Yeah. Because men were meant to protect and be functional parts of the society because yeah. you couldn't afford in a in a in a tribal situation or a small group of people living together to have blokes that were going to you know smack women around or or do stuff that was jeopardize, erratic jeopardize and the dangerous group. jeopardize the group you couldn't yeah. fucking afford that shit yeah. so they'd be whacked into line and, and you know there's an equivalent to that now that we're going to have to have, and we always talk about screens and phones and all the distractions of life that we have now, but we're going to have to, because that's just exacerbated. The new tribal law, you reckon? Mm. Facebook. Well, yeah, well, it's 
well, tribalism's certainly yeah, rife. Yeah. It's just all terrible tribalism. Yeah. It's not um it's not people working together. It's just it's separation tactics. It's people choosing a side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but how do we we, we, we yeah, we're gonna have to it, it's not gonna come easy. No, I think it's sort of having these it. discussions and pl- planning mm. and, and literally planning that and saying, Okay, how are we gonna do this? Yeah. I took my boy for his bar, his, I call it his bar mitzvah to Japan when he was 13. I yeah. thought, we've got to, there's, there's got to be something to mark right that. passage. For, yeah. yeah. I'm hoping you'll remember it. I'm not sure. He's pretty quiet and he and we had a good time. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's what I bring back to some of those religious ceremonies too when you become an adult and you, yeah. there's none of that yeah. ritual anymore. It's just no. become an adult as quickly as possible. And I know I was on that mission too, like thinking that, you know, I'm definitely old enough at 14 to smoke pot because I'm a man. And as I yeah. said, uh, 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 you know, now the thought of that horrifies me with my boys. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I think it's got to be conscious and it's going to be some work. So if you drop yeah. some, some coming of age kind of vibes on the kids, yep. they may not replace that missing kind of experience yeah. with... Chucking down cones, or, yeah. or getting in a brawl, or yeah. all the uh, all the other things they might. But you know, even if it doesn't stop, up. it's not even about stopping them from doing that because they're going to do crazy shit like we did. But hopefully, they'll do it in a way where they've, they've they know they've got some support. They're going to make yeah. mistakes. They're going to get in trouble. Yeah. But if they at least don't get in a situation where they do some, where they feel that there's no other option yeah. but to do something really tragic and and whatever, then then at least there's a chance of their resilience. You, you can't guarantee you're not going to lose anyone in your life. Yeah. But but you can at least have them know that there's this this alternative. Yeah. By Christ, the, like it's like with, with getting sober and and mm. the depression and anxiety I've gone through, and I've had times in my life where I couldn't go on and I couldn't. I could, there was no direction, and and that and th- that's the most horrifying place to be in. But I do have people, and there was ways out for me. Mm. But when people don't have them, yeah, then th- I totally get from my experience mm. how you you can go. Well, mm. I don't have anything else to do here, mm. but but we have. We we have close families. We have yeah. people around us and support networks. And, and there's there's yeah. some alternative. It's yeah. like when people are going to go and on a big bender when they bust, you know, and they've mm. been sober for years. Just having a fucking phone number yeah. can mean the difference between, you know, going back to all that. And that's a great thing about about the, the way the drunks do things. Deal, deal, you know, at least providing that place you can go that just that last minute last chance get out of jail free card yeah. thing i mean that well could... they go and share their experience and yeah, yeah. provide strength and if well, you talk well so if you grow up without any of this kind of stuff these mm. talks then you have to find that out for yourself yeah and hopefully yeah. it's not too late yeah so that's summing up you know the the, the talk i had with tommy mm. at 11 yep about you know that included a little bit of programming, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. a little bit of information. Yeah, that will be in his head forever. Like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, you go. You can go to the GP. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah, no one yeah. told me that. Well, yeah. exactly. I would have just gone. This is fucked. A bit you know, of messaging. If I'd had something, and the, yeah. the problem with mental illness is that it kind of blocks the logical, yeah, lo- logical behaviour that's obvious. This well, ob- that's, obviously, this is what you do. That's right. It's like ah. Oh, that's a yeah, really important can't. point, isn't it? If you were of yeah. sound mind, you wouldn't have done it. Yes. So, you know, can talk about all the things they should have done, but yeah. 
if they wouldn't have even done that if they were okay, you know, like. Um, but the the closer their relation, people's relationships are, the the more horribly depressed they have to get before they turn their back. Yeah, on right. At least if if there's like, you know, the the, the window is bigger. Yeah. Um, if you've got no one, then you know, just pretty much, it doesn't take you long to get to the place where you've got and no it's not, out. It's yeah. not just ha- who you've got. Mm. It's who you know you've got. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah, hence yeah. the And for being provided with the tools, and, you know. It's and not... letting them know that, 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 that they've got you. You've yeah. got them. Yeah. They've got you. That's what upsets me, frankly, about it at the moment, about my parenting, is that, and I know it's early days and we're exhausted and this, they've been sick for two fucking months. And they've been it's barking get, yeah. cough for two months. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm still learning and I'm trying all that, but I, I know that, what I do, what I do that Missy doesn't do, is that there's a certain point for me when I when I feel myself withdrawing the love. I don't mm. like him, mm. and and that's going to happen. And I know mm. that happens to people and all that stuff. But I just want to be aware of that. And I know because I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want him to ever feel like I don't have his back. And that mm. that that I want him to know that no matter what's going on for him. He can trust that I'm not going to bail on him. I'm yeah, not going to yeah. bail out on him. Well, we literally and, and tell them that. And it'll take you a while to learn that. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, we and literally moment, say to them, yeah, I see it. and we literally yeah. say to them, no matter what you do, we're always going to love you. Yeah. Just know that. Even yeah. though I've been mad at you and you're in trouble, yeah. or later on it say, listen, I love you, but yeah. that wasn't on or for this reason or that. Has he got to that point where he only wants you yet? Because there's also a point where boys yeah, suddenly, when that happens. yeah, suddenly they're not. Might be about oh, six, good. maybe, where they well, suddenly. That's what's ma- bit off said was yeah. at six. They suddenly everything you that's do right. is going to be. Mum's not required anymore. It's all about dad. Yeah. Um, I wonder if I've been. I mean, you know, I wonder if I've been too big in his his development at this maybe. early stage because he's got hmm. you know both of us on his case. Yeah. That's why like sometimes I feel like he's a bit like well, you both <laughs> Being just overparented fuck off and relax. leave me alone. Because remember yeah. we're at home we, we work from home and do all our stuff from home and we have flexible hours. We do you know so that's uh, <laughs> Kinder was a break from yeah. us I think. So. For him and for you. You don't get that <laughs> reprieve of going to an office. Yeah. I make a joke no, at work, it's but it's true. kind of true. I've I've come back. I've come when I come back from holidays. I've come back to work for a rest. That's know? what yeah, I say. I walk in and go. I got the oh, day off. Yeah, right. You know, what are you doing here? What do you mean? Yeah, this is where I spend my day off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. It's totally true. I I feel trapped sometimes. Mm. And then when my recent sort of anxiety fucking um, crash, I think had to do with that of just being. There was just I was just in there with the kind of field hospital atmosphere, mm. and there was no out. There was nowhere I could go. Too much. It's in too much focus and too much time yeah. to think and too much like. And there's nothing yeah. like sickness when everyone's all kind oh, of yeah, cabin mate, fevered in mate. to oh, sort of it's terrible. send you. Weird, like when we're all tired is the worst. You know that scene from The Simpsons where they go to family therapy and they get to give each other yeah. a light electrical shock? Yeah. Do you remember yeah. seeing that one? Yeah, they just look And just, they just start. When, 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 it's exactly like that at home when all four of us are tired. When one's tired, you can kind of compensate and block them out. Yeah. But when, um, when, uh, when we're all tired, it's just a free-for-all and it's fucking awful, to be honest. Mm. Um, and then the worst thing is when you're sick because you're 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 fucking useless. That's right. You know, like you get, you're 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 an impediment. There's no know? sympathy for you're the better, man cold. No, you're better to go to work. Yeah. Fuck off. You know, if you're of no use, stand yeah, yeah. aside. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, this is why I want to keep my shit together. Yeah. Because I don't want to. 
I, you know, it's different now. I think you said one time you don't have the luxury of of losing your mind or, or, or no. melting down. I mean, you you've kind of got to keep it together somehow. But it's fucking hard, man. When mm. you've had a life of of the the kind of mental health issues mm. I've had with that stuff, it's fucking. I, I can feel very trapped and very frightened very easily. Yeah, right. Um, and and I, and I feel. Uh, very un, uh, my, like my power's gone, yeah. and that's awful in the presence of your family. Yeah. I, I look, anyone who who has had uh, depression or anxiety and has had an, had episodes of that around yeah. their family would, would probably identify with that. Right. It's 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 not exactly comforting yeah. to have your family there because no. you you just spend more time worrying about how this is affecting them and, and mm. you know that you can't pull it together. And you're for meant them. to be solid, the, the rock for them and you're all that. You're meant to be the rock. Yeah. You, you want to be the rock and you're trying to fucking. But there's also a rapid growth. Like you, it's yeah. the next phase of growing up when you're a parent, right? Don't you reckon? Yeah. Like it forces so. you to go, yeah. it did me, yeah. forced me to go, fuck, what are you doing? Sort yourself out. That's what my and it's I shift stopped. work. No one's allowed to go. No one has to go to work more than eight hours. And yeah, the same right. goes for fucking yeah, being yeah, with your right. kids. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. if you've got them all day, yeah. if if you've got them all day, yeah, and the missus is at work, yeah. all day, yeah, you're the one that comes home going, oh fuck, now take them, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, I've been on my feet at work, but everyone knows that yeah. you're and the one other context. that needs the fucking break. Like just just take them, just take them, yeah, get them away from me. Yeah, and that's normal, Dan. That, that's across the board. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that can be a pattern. I'm, I'm sh- if you're I'm, working at home and it's doing that home I'm, dad thing, I've just got to say it. Yeah. yeah. You know, the walking away because, can because be a, a no powerful tool. The, yeah. The, what to say? Well, even for the kids, just walking out. Yeah. Going before you, or even say, I'm about to lose my shit, so I'm out of here. Yeah. Or saying, saying, my, my partner no, no, say, we're, we're doing Hey, that listen, now. I'm about to explode. Yeah. I'm out of here and going in the other room. No, well, it's, sometimes it's really it's helpful important. with the kids if you just go, the silent treatment really gets yeah. their attention. Yeah. Anyway, he must be really mad now. He's not even talking. Yeah. You know. Um, Sit on no, the front stoop with your head like this. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come out pretty soon. But like, I'm, 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 Dad, I'm, what's wrong? Who <laughs> like, was it who right. said they cry? They strategically cry. <laughs> you, you did. But another, um, <laughs> might have even been Nelly, but a mum I knew would put, would, oh, no, a woman at work would pull that out. Yeah. You can't use it all the time. No, I think women can. <laughs> but you've got to be nearly ready to do it anyway. I think mums can use it a bit more. Yeah, for yeah, sure. But Our mother used to burst into tears and drive away. She drove off to the tennis courts. So I drive up the road in the countryside and yeah. sit on a hill and cry for a few hours. And well, we'd sit go. at home. And I, But I remember being home go. at the house feeling really Bad. awful. It, it definitely that that thing of I think I said it on the last podcast when when he was six months well six weeks old he had a look on his face like he was sent to test me yeah and he was and it was sent to test me and myself and force me to grow up yeah you know I just look the the reason I do I I, I need this podcast so much to talk about this mm. stuff is this is what I'm talking about about the connections with men mm. I spent all those years destroying connections mm. and I don't have a network of of friends mm. and and I've got acquaintances and people I know and I'm trying to re and occasionally the police and occasionally the police <laughs> and I'm trying to reform these friendships with people I've yeah. known for a long time. Yeah. You've maintained relationships yeah. with people. Derek's got mates that he's maintained relationships with. Um, and I, I think that's that's just the legacy of my it's past. It's a hell of a time a though bit. when you've got a 4-year-old and a 1-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's when, you know, you 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 end up 
In that zone, I don't reckon. I reckon I had any friends for a couple of years. Yeah. Eventually they go. No, I know. He's but, gone, but, mate. He's gone. And then but you, you creep back into it again. Yeah. But to have a mate, but, you no, can but I just mean say, ride that build you, up. But you can't hit up. If you haven't spoken to your mates for 20 years, yeah. Yeah. you can't suddenly appear and want their support. No, they're technically not. Yeah, they're technically no, different people. You've you got to find yeah. – you, you, it's, it's, yeah, you need those connections and those things. Yeah. Otherwise, you, when you're not coping, you, your wife or partner takes the fucking brunt of it all mm. because you can't go out and say, yeah, yeah. so, you know, now, now I just have a podcast and a psychoanalyst. And that instead of friends, and, and look, I've got friends. friends. Yeah, yeah. Where do you do the podcast? The podcast and psychoanalyst. That's going to be my my book, I think. But yeah, so I, I think it's really important. Blokes yeah, should sure. nurture their friendships with each yeah. other, and they should be there for each other's kids, and they should look at what what uh, that kind of um, lineage of their male um, connections mm. and, and the importance of that and the integrity of that and, mm. and, and that it doesn't have to be toxic masculinity because mm. there's a lot of good things about masculinity yeah. and, um, and we've got to get that back. I don't yeah. know, I'm trying to find a way to wrap us up. Well, let's do that the, then. Yeah. Mm. Are we agreed? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah right. we're going to work on that. All right. Well done, guys. Thanks, Ben, for coming in again. Yeah, thanks for yeah, having me again. Gross. It's great. Nice work. Cheers. See ya. See ya. That awesome podcast was recorded at Castaway Studios in Collingwood. Here, we provide affordable, accessible, professional podcasting production facilities to the full range of podcasters, all the way from basic studio hire right through to full season production packages. You can get us on castawaycollingwood at gmail.com or just look up Castaway Studios on all the social medias.